In this episode, we're talking about patterns in behavior, particularly negative ones when it comes to work, relationships, and making decisions. This week, I worked on my awareness around my own negative patterns, so I hope this episode helps you take a peek into yours. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Discover Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Kampmeyer, and on this show, we're dedicated to helping you discover the real you. If you're ready to find out who you are deep down and live a truly authentic life, keep listening. And don't forget, we're in this together. Hey there, welcome back. I'm so glad you're here for episode number nine. I have good news, I think, to talk about today, which is a happy break from last week, which was kind of a downer. So (laughs) thank you for coming back. I really appreciate it. If it's your first time listening, uh, I still do recommend last week's episode number eight about your creative well being dry because I think there was a lot to take from it. Uh, And luckily this week, I took it all to heart, really, and tried to make some changes. So that's what we're going to talk about today. If you haven't listened to it yet, that's totally okay. Uh, Basically, what I talked about was how I felt like my creativity was gone, that the well had dried up and I was feeling endlessly frustrated by feeling so burned out yet again when I thought I'd been healing from it so well, that I felt like I'd put myself into a box when it came to this podcast, needing to talk about certain things or always have a focus topic, and just generally feeling like I had to have a certain structure, and that kind of took away from what I thought I was doing. So this week, I am doing what I set out to do with this podcast. I'm going to discuss what I've been going through in a somewhat well-packaged way in the hopes of working through it more myself, and then inspiring you to look into this area of your life if that's something you want to do. And what I've been going through this week is dealing with that dry creative well. So I did what I said I was going to do in last week's episode, which is amazing. (laughs) I am focusing on my health. I am scheduling my day around being healthy and my new workout plan I said I was going to implement. I journaled about my values and my why, and I listened to my intuition and trusted in the universe where I thought, you know what, this is happening for a reason. Maybe right now I don't have to do all the things, so I didn't. Instead, I did what I could to refill my creative well by relaxing. I took myself out to the mall yesterday to go for a walk, and I did a lot of stretching with some yoga videos. I also made a decision about my website host, and I started working on Squarespace to get that done. I gave myself permission to suck at creating a rough draft of a journal page, and I actually loved what I came up with, which was nice, so I know it's something I can work with. I also had that video chat with my amazing writer friend, and I will talk about that later on in this episode, but I've even taken steps towards working on those money blocks that kept coming up throughout last week's episode. That was just a huge thing for me where my entire reason why I was doing what I was doing felt so locked up because I was focusing on money and money is something I don't have a great relationship with. So working toward that. But most importantly, I've worked on noticing patterns in my behavior so I can create new ones that help support the person I want to be. I don't want to be that person who keeps getting stuck in burnout mode, who keeps feeling like they have to do it all or they have to be perfect. So 
noticing these patterns, which is what we're going to talk about today, has been super helpful. It hasn't been easy and it's not a task I've done alone, but it's been 1000% worth taking note of whatever I'm going through in a way that feels best for me. So I hope that's something you might want to consider. It can look like journaling or meditating or taking notes while talking with a friend. Whatever it looks like, I encourage you to try it out because the benefits are well worth it when you can tweak things to make your life just even if it's just a little bit better. But I think we can make our lives so much better by noticing these patterns. Now, what kind of patterns am I talking about? I'm talking about behavioral patterns, the things we automatically do because we've trained ourselves or been conditioned to react that way. Things like how we work, our compulsive behaviors, the way we show up in relationships, whether we procrastinate or we actually get stuff done. All of these things and more become patterns in our lives. And if we're not careful, these patterns can hold us back, but they can also change and become what make us thrive. We store some of our patterns of behavior in our bodies through our nervous system. We use feelings and emotions to determine how we will act, and often this can be unconscious behavior. Our patterns become deeply rooted in our nervous systems, and sometimes it can take a lot to change them because of that, but it's not impossible. It takes awareness, which is step one, (laughs) and then implementation, which is step two, of your new habits as you work through the emotions that got you stuck in this pattern in the first place. Sometimes we are far too close to a pattern to see it ourselves, which is why talking to friends or loved ones can be so important in this process. I have this pattern that I've noticed where I start work on something. Like I create a new brand, which I'm doing right now, or, you know, I have my book pen names. I create journals. I've been a freelance editor. I have coached Beachbody. I've sold LuLaRoe. Whatever it is, whatever I get started in, I throw myself into it a thousand percent. And I go hard because, man, this is what I'm going to do. This is my life's work now. I'm going to be successful at this. This is what I want. And I go hard. And then guess what? I burn out. (laughs) Even if I loved it, even if it's something that I absolutely adore. I remember the first day of my full-time freelance editing career where I just, I'd quit my regular job the day before. I woke up. I, all I had to do all day was edit. And at the end of the day, I was like, oh my gosh, I love this so much. I'm so lucky I get to get up and do this again in the morning. And now here we are nearly exactly six years later and I'm quitting because I've grown to hate it. Like I love the people I work with and I love being able to help them. But I went so hard and I burned out and I didn't even take the break I really needed. And I didn't create any kind of boundaries. We've talked about boundaries. I had zero around my freelance work. I just did whatever anybody needed from me. And that made it super hard to actually enjoy what I was doing because everything was about somebody else. It was never really about me. And that's kind of how all of my work has been. Everything that I've done or tried, it's always been about somebody else. Like whether it's about, the reader who's going to read my books, or I even make it about my husband because in my head, we've talked about this, I have the expectation of I have to make X amount of dollars and I clearly have not defined that money, so I don't even know what it is. It's just never the amount of money I'm making in the moment. So I start to feel like I have 
his expectation. I put it on him. It's never been about me. It's always been me working towards something for somebody else. So I had my talk with my writer friend where we were talking about how I'm like in this pattern. I guess I didn't call it that, but I'm like, I'm feeling so stuck. I'm feeling so creatively burned out. It was right after I um, recorded my podcast episode. So I had uh, had that trouble working on, you know, which uh, website thing am I going to go with? And then I had my office hours and the interview with Sarah Steckler from the Mindful Productivity podcast, which again, seriously, if you haven't checked out, you really, really should. <laughs> if you like anything I talk about, you'll like everything she talks about. She's amazing. Uh, so I'd, I'd already figured out that I was feeling really creatively tapped. But as I was talking with my friend, her name's Melissa and she's amazing. I will link to her books in the show notes. Uh, she was pointing out that I'm coming from a pattern where I have been so busy and I've had so many tasks I've had to do each day and every day I have to do a lot of stuff. So I'm so used to doing a lot of stuff. Like it's just stuck in my nervous system that I have to be busy and achieving all these goals and doing all of these things and checking things off a list because that's what I was just doing. So as I was healing through my burnout and giving myself like a new way of life, kind of like different behavior that I could take on. I'm going to rest more. I'm going to focus on my health. I'm going to really take care of myself instead of doing all of these things for other people. Now, suddenly, I don't have as many things on my to-do list because that's a point. <laughs> but my nervous system is like, oh my gosh, why aren't you going? Why aren't you doing all the things? And it's getting me in this mode where now I feel like I have to do all of this stuff and I'm coming up with ideas of things I want to do. And then I'm feeling so creatively tapped that I can't even start to work on them and I'm feeling burned out again. So she had to point this out to me. She's like, look, this is, and to be fair, like we've had maybe three or four video chats. We've talked not super extensively on uh, Facebook Messenger, but like, so it was enough that I knew she could see it, but I was still surprised that she was able to point this out to me. It didn't feel like something like I'd been, I don't know, that public about or I don't know, but she knew exactly. She called me straight out <laughs> in a very sweet way. She's such a nice woman, but <laughs> she was like, I think this is what's happening. And I was like, oh my gosh, you are absolutely right. And her advice was, you know, maybe I do need to make a long list of things I need to do, but it could be as simple as eat lunch that day and, you know, do my yoga, do every single little thing in my morning routine. So make my tea, uh, work on my journal, um, write out my to-do list, like whatever, whatever I need to do. If I need to make a long list so that I feel like I'm checking all the boxes or getting a lot done, then try to do that. So I have been just way more mindful of my morning routine and figuring out what I'm going to do each day, which is something I'll talk about in a little bit. But now that we've gone through that, now that I've had that talk with my friend and I've understood more about that pattern, I feel like my creativity just today, I woke up with this huge surge, like it's back with a vengeance and I'm feeling a tad overwhelmed by everything I want to do now. And that's really led me to take a look at this as being a pattern. Like Melissa pointed it out, but now it's loud and clear because I'm like in the thick of it in this moment. And before I probably, I was definitely not aware of this. I would just like get really excited about the new project. I would go hard at it with laser focus for a few days. I'd ignore my health. I wouldn't work out. I wouldn't get outside. I wouldn't eat right. And then 
just put everything else on the back burner until I burned out on whatever I was doing. Or I would get really excited about all the things I want to work on and then not be able to choose one because I can't figure out what to focus on. Or I start to feel like I'll never get everything done and then do nothing because what's the point? If I can't do it all, why am I going to do any of it? So today, what I'm trying to practice is making a note of what I want to work on, actually writing down a list, doing like a brain dump and getting it all out so that I it's somewhere and I know I can reference it again so I don't forget. Then just being okay with whatever I get done today and letting expectation for future work go because today is the only day that matters. Like it's really exciting to think about all the things I want to accomplish and everything I can get done or all the ideas I have that are going to help me, help you, all these kinds of things. But right now, this moment where we are together right here, this is all we have. That is it. So all of this has really led me to think about other patterns in my life. I've had to question what else I'm doing on autopilot like this. So instead of getting all burned out and letting a negative pattern take over the behavior of my life, what other things can I take a look at to be more mindful of? So here's what I came up with. For work, I schedule in way too much during my day and then I end up feeling like a failure if I don't get it all done or I push to get it all done and then collapse at the end of the day into an exhausted heap on the couch because, oh my gosh, I worked so freaking hard. <laughs> that's a that's a negative pattern in my life. Also with work, I feel like I have to hit goals right away, right now. I give myself no room to grow into them and that leads to burnout because I'm going so hard at this. With eating, I eat way too much until I'm what I call hate myself full. <laughs> I'm so stuffed that I can barely breathe that's not good. Uh, Also with eating, I know that if I don't eat enough food by like lunchtime or midday, uh, by the time my husband gets home, he gets the absolute worst of me. I'm short-tempered. I'm exhausted. I've probably worked really hard and that's why I didn't eat. So now I'm collapsed on the couch in an exhausted heap. I do not feel my best if I'm not paying attention to how much I'm eating or how much I'm drinking, even with water. Like I need to be on top of the amount of water I drink each day. And I was just talking to a friend about this this morning. I told him how funny it was that he brought it up because this is exactly what I'm talking about on the podcast today. So that's a pattern I have to be very mindful of. Uh, Things like freebies and courses. People are offering all kinds of freebies to opt in on their newsletter. So I get different PDFs or a quiz to take or like a mini course to go through. I grab them or I even buy actual courses and then ignore them or work on them just a little bit but never finish. It's the same thing with books too. I have (laughs) lately have been known to pick up a book, read the first couple chapters and then ooh shiny new object syndrome kicks in and I want to go read something else or I just completely ignore the thing that I was working on. So that's another negative pattern. Uh, With podcasts or TV shows, I binge, binge, binge. Like just the other day, I was talking about how much I loved Modern Love on Amazon Prime. It's super good and there's eight episodes. They're about a half hour each. And yeah, I totally watch them in 24 hours. So... Yeah. Someone was like, oh, I'm on the second episode. It's so good. I'm like, oh yeah, I finished it. She's like, wow, man. I know I go hard. (laughs) I do. I do. And it's like a, sometimes it's a procrastination thing. 
watching Modern Love was part of my like get my creativity well refreshed. So I'm not worried about that, but it's definitely something that I've been known to do before. With workout programs, I start really strong and then maybe I miss a day and then I get mad about not being perfect or consistent and then I quit. I have this like drive in me to be consistent at whatever I do. I don't know if it's because it's been like ingrained in my head. Be consistent with a weekly podcast episode. Be consistent with writing and publishing a book a month. Be consistent with I don't even know what, just like everything. Workout programs or the way we eat, you know, if we ever go on a diet. I have not been on a diet. I think since we went vegan pretty much. Um, but even before then, I would do that where I would create a diet plan for myself or I would buy one. And, you know, if I missed one day, I'm like, oh, well, F it. I can't do this. Obviously, I'm not consistent or perfect. So I just quit. <laughs> uh, with friendships, I start strong. Like, I really like being in the friendship. We talk all the time. Then I start to look for that fault in the other person because I've clearly put them on a pedestal and I need them to basically be me. And so if there's something that doesn't really vibe with that, then I let it fade out. Or when I was younger, it would lead to like huge fallouts, massive drama, lots of yelling and yuck, like no good. So this is something I've also noticed. Uh, With multitasking, yeah, that's not, not a good plan. I generally try to do as much as I can all at one time and then just get nothing done. Like I'll be watching a YouTube video while I'm, oh, what else could I be doing? Writing notes for a podcast, we'll say. Um, am I actually focused on anything? No. Or I'll be, you know, I'll have Facebook Messenger open all the time and feel like if a friend messages me, I need to get back to them right away because I have to be the best friend I could possibly be and always respond as soon as they send me a message. But I'm also trying to work on a blog post or write a book or whatever. And then I get nothing done because nothing's focused. And I'm not being a good friend because I'm not focusing on them. I'm just trying to answer a message so I can get back to whatever else I was doing. That's not the way to go. And then uh, with social media, uh, oh, geez, I go there straight to Facebook the minute I feel like I have no idea what I'm doing next with my day or I spend way too much time on there feeling like, again, I have to be present for probably at least eight different conversations I'm having in Messenger, which can tie back to multitasking. So even if I'm talking to someone on Messenger, chances are I'm there talking to a few different people because I'm catching up on messages. And that can be okay. You can totally balance that. But I know for me, sometimes it's definitely a practice of making sure I'm present in the conversation I'm having. But other, I mean, other than that, like when I was writing a book, if I didn't know the word I was going to type next in whatever scene I was writing, my fingers just totally subconsciously automatically go straight to Facebook. It's insane. I've had to do all kinds of things to get rid of that, you know, from plugins or extensions on Chrome to um, just signing out, like whatever I've had to do to make sure that I'm not doing that. But honestly, all of this is it's no wonder why my brain is mush a lot of the time. I have like memory issues. I feel like like my brain just doesn't want to hold on to anything. I can't remember a whole lot. It's funny though. I can remember a song that I haven't heard, you know, in 10 years, but I can't remember what I did yesterday sometimes. (laughs) But, you know, between social media and trying to multitask and then having all of these negative patterns in my life, it's really, you know, I'm not surprised that my brain is just pretty much mush by the end of the day. So I've really had to figure out 
a solution for this? Like, what is it that I can do after being aware of all of these things in order to make them not negative behaviors? They don't have to be positive. They can be neutral, but they, at some point, they have to stop being negative behaviors. So we have awareness and then the implementation of something new, which is going to be the topic of next week's episode about focus and goals. So that's, whew, that was a doozy. There's a lot of negative behaviors we can take a look at. I named, I don't know, like eight different categories of things. So maybe that's something that you can take a look at for your action step this week. I want you to become more aware of patterns in your life when it comes to your behavior, especially these subconscious or unconscious negative patterns that we've developed. So talk to a friend or someone close to you to get some feedback if you need to or want to, but take a look at how you act or react in certain areas of your life so you can work on improving it if that's something you want to do. Maybe you personally get so caught up in work that you don't take a break to eat or drink enough water and then you feel like garbage like I do later on. Or maybe you have a habit of lashing out at someone when they question you on a particular topic. Or maybe your pattern is that you never feel like you have time for date night with your spouse or family time with your kids. Maybe you have the same excuse for something over and over again, but if you stop to think about it, you might find that it's not even valid anymore. What are we leaning on? What behaviors are we taking part in that don't serve us, that aren't for our highest good? That's what I want you to think about this week so that you can hopefully go into this coming week with a fresh plan and a fresh goal and a fresh way of looking at things to get rid of some negative behavior. In the meantime, uh, if you want to leave a review, that would be amazing. And if you haven't subscribed, please do that. That would be awesome. And then if you're like me and you forget about a podcast you really want to listen to, my negative behavior is not always checking back in with things, then this will automatically show up. That's awesome. And we can continue on working to discover ourselves, discover more things about us so that we can live a life we love. That's the goal. So until next time, I hope you think about that. And then I will talk to you next week about focus and goals. I'll talk to you then. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I really appreciate it. If you want to reach out to me with any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free by emailing me at discoveryourselfpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram or Facebook at discoveryourselfpod. And if you want to leave a review on iTunes, I would be forever grateful. I would also love it if you would send this episode to a friend or someone you know who might need this message in their life too. Thank you, and I will talk to you soon.